Hey, I'm Sean. I'm obsessed with business, marketing, and growth. I've created this podcast to share ideas, knowledge, and tools I've gathered over a career of helping businesses thrive. Welcome to The Growth Code. So as this is my inaugural podcast, I thought I would share a little bit about me, tell you why I'm on this journey of The Growth Code, and then hopefully give you some content that's going to add value for your business today. So a couple things about me. Number one, I grew up in Zimbabwe and went to university in Grahamstown, South Africa. I've since done a postgrad, an MBA, and constantly learning. I moved to England when I was 20, and now I live in Cheshire with my husband and two dogs. Number two, I'm obsessed with business. I've started and exited a tech company. I've been running a successful digital agency for the last decade, but probably my most memorable business moment was meeting Keith Cunningham from the Rich Dad Poor Dad books. And lastly, I'm a bit of a square peg. I studied business and law, but I didn't fit into the corporate life. I ride motorbikes and snowboard, but I'm also a bit of a foodie and I've got globophobia. Google it. Kid birthday parties were a nightmare. So let's talk about business. I know firsthand that running a business isn't always peachy. Sometimes it can actually suck. I totally get it. I've lived through the feast and famine cycles of staring down that trough and going, oh my God, where are, th- where are the next customers coming from? And then you hustle and you land 60 grand of work and then you take your foot off the gas and repeat. I know the cycle. When you're stuck in the weeds and growth is stalled or there's a lack of direction, sometimes you just need a different perspective or someone with some fresh enthusiasm to get you moving again. Well, I'm hoping this podcast might give you a little bit of that. There's something I've learned over the last decade, and that is when you run a business, your results are your own, no one else's. And I've realized that as times are changing, the agency business model doesn't work anymore. I want to take Everything I've learned from my degree, my postgrad, my MBA, from learning from the best like Tony Robbins and Keith Cunningham, and I want to package that into something that's going to help teach business owners to fish. Because I really believe that if you understand the fundamentals and understand how to put in place a system for sales and marketing and consistent results, then you can leverage, then you can outsource then you can delegate. Until then, you need to understand how things work and how all the moving parts fit together because your results are your own. So that's why I'm creating the growth code. I'm going to crack on and jump into some content today that's going to hopefully give you a few things to implement in your business. Five strategies for marketing. So before I start, this year We've all been struggling a little bit. You know, whether marketing budgets have been cut, maybe you didn't have a marketing budget and things that used to work are just not going to cut it anymore. I think that we need to evolve and we need to be willing to do things we've not done before and try new things. So basically, we need to act like a startup again. You know, when I was a startup, I remember doing anything and everything I could to have as many one-to-one meetings and as many conversations I could with businesses that I thought would buy from me. 
as you kind of grow up in business, you lose that one-to-one approach and you kind of start the mass marketing one-to-many approach, which is fine. And that's absolutely great. But how can we get back to those grassroots and really get to know what people want? I think times are changing and, and that's where we need to go back to. Your ideal customer, they've also been through 2020. This year, we've felt disconnected, maybe a bit lonely, stressed, and we've all gone through a transformation. So how do we connect with them? You know, gone are the days where the spaghetti strategy of throwing a as much as we can against the wall and seeing what sticks is enough. And that's not a long-term strategy I recommend. I hear a lot of people saying things like, it's tone deaf to sell at this time when so many businesses are looking at closing and so many people are losing their jobs. But I don't think so. I think that if you really believe in what you do and if your product or service adds value and improves somebody's life or business in some meaningful way, then it's your duty to sell it. You know, the mortgage holidays and all of that are gone and we've all got to make a living. So let's do that unapologetically. Of course, we can be tactful. But things are changing. Let's reframe marketing. Let's drop this fear of taking a different approach and setting more personal messages in place. Let's think about what people really want and think about the strategies that are going to support that. You know, you can still engage with your audience even if you are going out on mass market, whether it's email marketing, Facebook, whatever it might be, you can still ask your audience questions. DM them with the answers and engage. Start one-to-one conversations Because how can you get to know their wants, their needs, desires, fears, frustrations? How can you get to know all of that unless we have these conversations? Ideal client, it's such a buzzword. And if you're an entrepreneur, you've definitely heard this or some variation of it. But the point I want to make is that these ideal customers are not a figment of your imagination. They are not a lobster in a tank waiting to be scooped up. They're individuals, they're people. So bear that in mind. Now, what are the things that we can do to expand our reach and expand our audience? Right, let's get started. Number one, guest blogging. We're all a bit fatigued at the moment, you know, trying to create content for your blog and your YouTube channel and social media. Why not be a little bit of assistance or a breath of fresh air to somebody. You can take your skills and the things that you've got in your business and pitch that as content to somebody else with a publication or or a website with a blog. I still think blogging is a great pillar for marketing. So go out there and see who you can serve. Number two, interviews. Like I said, get featured on publications, go out there, speak to journalists. If you jump on Twitter You can search for hashtag journal requests and you can find questions that journalists are asking and you can narrow that down into your topic or audience niche, whatever it might be, and answer them. Because believe me, it works. I got featured on Forbes magazine by doing this simple thing and it just takes a little bit of time. Number three, partnerships. 
partner with other businesses. You know, we all keep saying things like we're in this together and I'm all about the sharing community over being competitive. But who can you reach out to? Who can you speak to that's got a similar audience to you? You know, if you're a window cleaner and there's a glass company or whatever it might be, you know, think about how you can get together with another business and be of mutual benefit. Number four, this is a favorite of mine at the moment. It's kind of flavor of the month. Google my business. This is a massively underutilized tool and it's completely free. And if your competitors aren't using it, there is a massive opportunity to be exactly where you need to be when your customers are searching for you. Now, before you say that you don't have a a shop or a physical office, you don't need a physical address to have a Google My Business page. You can just pop in the areas that you serve or the areas that you deliver to. So don't worry about that and don't procrastinate. Go and get a Google My Business page right away. And if you've got one, make sure it's optimized, make sure it's updated. Google loves you if you've got content, images, videos, reviews. So go and take a look at that and get it up to date. Last but not least, create a community around your topic or your niche or something to do with your product or service. You can easily do this on Facebook. You can create a Facebook group and invite people to join you and start conversations, real conversations, and who knows where it might lead to. So there it is, my five effective marketing tips that you can start implementing in your business. I think the point is that we just need to get back in the trenches. We need to get excited again, the way that we were when we were a startup, It's time to get creative and it's time to find ways to expand your reach and expand your audience and do things we've not done before. I'm excited and I hope you are too. Before I sign off, there is something that I want to talk about and I want to heed a warning. I lived through the last big crash, the 2008-2009 crash and, and my business survived, thankfully. I'm eternally grateful for that. There was a trend that popped up after that period, and it's starting to raise its ugly head again now. When people approach you and they say things like, oh, could you do this for free in return for exposure? Could you do this for free in return for work on your portfolio or whatever it might be? I want you to stop and think. Don't devalue yourself because if you don't value yourself, no one else will. Now, I'm not saying this is a hard and fast rule. For me personally, it is. I don't do spec work. It's a rule that I've got and I stick to it. But I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying if you're going to do it, do it with caution. When people approach you to do something for free, there's usually more in it for them than there is for you. So if they are going to say things like, hey, if you do this for free, I'll give you some exposure, make them put their money where their mouth is and say, okay, I'll do that, but I want a Trustpilot review, a Google review, and I want three names and email addresses of people in your community that you think I can serve. Cover your back and make sure that it's going to be worth your while as well, because if I learned anything early on in my career, those are empty promises that never give you any fruit. So just be careful. That is all I've got today. And I just want to say, if you're still listening, thank you so much. 
If you also want to come and join the Facebook group where we talk about ideas and we bounce off each other and go into things in a bit more in depth, search The Growth Code on Facebook. And I hope I'm going to be in your ears again sometime soon. Thank you.